Starting Thursday, June 4th, Dan Patrick Radio will become Sirius XM's home for Australian rules football. Walked into all styles. Australian media icon Eddie Maguire for Aussie Football Rules America as he brings you the latest celebrity chats, tips and expert analysis of Australian football. Then, then stay tuned for the Aussie Rules Game of the Week. Kick the goal and Freeman will win it after the siren. It all starts Thursday, June 4th at 6pm Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. That is not a Photoshop picture of Tom Brady in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet. Uh, Look at that. On behalf of all 31 other fan bases in the National Football League, I say the following. (laughs) I didn't expect it by mid-May. I thought we would have to wait a long time for that sort of photograph and photography. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Thanks coronavirus for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com discount code RADIO. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Seriously, now. Are we done with this yet? Not yet. What do you mean, are we done? You called here. (laughs) You want me to be like a regular talk show host and just hang up on you and run him? Should I run him, Harry? Or rack him. No, I'm not racking him. They're not racking him. Jim Rome only racks great calls. He has a take, but he sort of sucks at the same time. I think that's going to be my new thing. You know, you had a take or two, but for the most part, I got to run you. Weekdays at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, (laughs) we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW. The power professionals in your neighborhood. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code BRUNO for 10% off today. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. But a man who's always welcome here, one of my favorite people, honored to have been around when he played, honored to have known him as a sports reporter, as an athlete first, and a great news anchor here in Philadelphia, the great Vi Sikahema, who did tune jose canseco ladies and gentlemen vi how are you brother 
Tommy, so good to hear your voice, man. Uh, and, and you are the most accepting show that's on radio today. And in fact, if uh, you know if the White House just turned it over to you, I think you're the you're the one guy in this country who can solve our country's problems right now. No, I, mean, I don't want no, no, no. All this other issues, you can do it. You're the guy that can do it, Tom. I, I, I don't want. Harry. No, I don't want to take the pay cut first of all, and I don't want to deal with all the other crap. I don't. I. I. I, I Listen, I follow. I was a political science major, so I know how the country works. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know the answers. Nobody knows the answers, Vi. We all know that. Uh, you know, look what's happening here in our city, man. I mean, they took the Frank Rizzo statue down today, which is fine if they want to do that. But then we got to start taking all statues down. We got to go. I'm going to drive around on the Parkway this weekend, where they have a lot of great statues. You know, one of the greatest cities that has statues and murals is Philadelphia, as you mm -hmm. know, Vi. I'm going to go around and make sure that all of the statues that still remain. How about the Rocky statue? Should we take that down? Because I want to make right. sure that all these statues we have erected didn't do anything offensive in, in the past uh, 300 years. I'm telling you, we, and we have to be uh, revisionist historians now. And, uh, you know, and we just, uh, yeah, you start taking everything down. And then, we got, and then they want us to change our history and change. We are, look, I... It, it's hard for me as an immigrant to this country. I'm an immigrant to this great country. Um, and it's hard for me to reconcile, honestly, our trying to impose our 21st century mores on, on the founders of this country and people who lived in previous generations. Um, and, and I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm just saying that they dealt with their issues given their circumstances and what they we're living up, and, and the limited knowledge and information that they had that we readily have now, and we have, we live in a time of enlightenment, right? But we want to impose our enlightenment and our understanding of things the way that they are in the 21st century on people who lived in previous generations. I think that's unfair to them, and it's unfair to us. No, I hear you, and I'm not trying to get into the politics of this, but you know, we live sure. in the city. I live in this city down here downtown where I grew up. You know, I. I I walk around my communities. We're helping people whose stores have been destroyed here, African-Americans trying to make a living in a tough time. He's not going to have insurance. The local neighborhood people are banding together, raising money so he can replace his glass window and some of the product. That's what good neighbors do. They don't go out and burn their neighborhoods. They care about the people who live in their neighborhoods. We can't fix Washington. We can't even fix Harrisburg. All we can do is protect our own neighborhoods and make sure that the people who are being affected whose lives have been destroyed, first by the virus and now by the looting, they, they have to be made whole. That's, that's what I've always been about, man. And you know what? Your show does a great job of that, uh, Tony. Your, your show gives us uh, a moment of respite, gives us a chance to sort of take pause, uh, take a breath. Um, and, and I always love the levity that you always, you know, you, you have one of the great things about you and your shows, and this is going back uh, when you were at other stations, uh, when I first got to this, uh, to the city, you know, almost 30 years ago, you always had the ability to offer just the right amount of levity at certain times. And I'm talking about 9-11. I'm talking about, you know, everything, everything in its entirety. You always had the ability to just bring us back and, and reset our, our focus and, and recalibrate uh, our understanding, and uh, that's why I love your show, and that's why I love you, man. I love you and Miss Robin, and, and uh, Harry. Harry's so okay, though. Harry's, it's, it's, Harry's it's, still a little questionable, though. I'm trying to make I, him I, understand I, I, that it's not just about golf. <laughs> well, Harry, Harry has been your, uh, your, your, your Robin. No offense to Miss Robin, but to your Batman, and uh, and I'm, I'm glad you've taken him under your wing, <laughs> and that he's learned from the master. 
and continues to. His education is not yet complete, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad and I'm happy that Harry continues to be tutored by the master. <laughs> well, thank you, Bye. I'll, I'll, this check's in the mail. Appreciate I'll that, I'll make Bye. a donation to your church there, which I got a chance to, to uh, right. the, the, the tabernacle that they built here. We got a we got one of those Amazing. rare privileges to see it before it opened. Yeah, before it was the consecrated, they allowed uh, media non- people oh, and yeah. some invited guests right. to go visit it. Was it. Yeah. Spectacular. Hey, hey, Von. We invited, we invited everybody except Harry Mays. We didn't want the thing to crumble down and get struck by lightning yeah. if Harry Mays were to enter, uh, you know, some someplace. So oh, you are so right so. about that, Vi. <laughs> hey, Vi, let's talk about uh, what's been going on here for the past week or so from a news standpoint. And what the challenges that you guys go through from sort of reporting this this story from both the you know trying to show some of the positive side and the negative side. Well, that's that's always a, a tricky balance, Harry. Uh, you guys know you've been in this town for a long time. Um, you, you understand uh, what we're up against, and, and on top of that, this COVID nineteen hasn't helped us either. You know, covering our stories the way we you know we normally and are traditionally used to. Uh, you know, fanning out, and we, we have reporters out, but our anchors and a lot of our reporters are working from home. Um, and so we've had to deal with that, and, and that, so there's scheduling issues with all that. But in terms of, of just covering something so epic as these marches, you know, you always try to strike a balance because one of the things you don't want to do is breathe oxygen to a fire, right? right you right. don't want to throw gas on a fire. Um, so, you know, we're, we're reluctant and we haven't, you know, and these, some of these groups will send us, as you guys know, they probably send them to you. Hey, we're, would you please announce that we're, you know, lining up and we're going to march down JFK Boulevard. I'm just, I'm just throwing out, I don't know that they're, they're that specifically, but these kinds of things, you know, they often let us know because some of these groups, they've got PR machines mm-hmm. and they let us know, Hey, we want you to come. Well, you know, we, we've taken a, a, a position that. If it happens, it happens. But we're not going to announce to our audience um, that, hey, you're, you're, you're getting ready to line up, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether whomever. It doesn't matter. We're not going to announce to people where you guys are going to march because if they want to go, they, they'll go. If they, and if they have other avenues like social media, which they often do, they'll use that. But we're not going to, you know, throw, uh, breathe life into something. If it just happens organically, that's what we're – we're going to cover, uh, and even that, our, our reporters around the streets, and, and I'm telling you, I've seen some of their coverage, um, and they're often caught as, as often in these kinds of stories and, you know, weather stories, hurricanes, these things happen. These guys often get caught right in the middle of it, and you don't know, and, you know, when people are crazy and they're nuts and there's a mob mentality, you know, if you got a camera light that's on, you don't know what's going to happen. You guys know this. You've been mm-hmm. at, you know, even, even at World Series, uh, in 08 and 2018 with the Eagles, when there's a mob um, and there's a camera, people do things that they normally wouldn't do right. in, in everyday society, right? So, so we've had to be careful. We, we've had to, on top of that, you know, what happened to social distancing? It seems like it's, I haven't heard anything about social distancing in like a week since all this happened, because as far as I can see, nobody's really doing that. And, but at the same time, I, I, I find it amusing to see people who are looting and destroying, and they've got masks on. You know, they, they want to be sure that they're, you know, they got gloves on and they've got masks uh, so, so that they don't catch, uh, you know, the virus. 
Or, or maybe they're just trying to, you know, protect their... I think they're just trying not to be identified. Yeah. <laughs> the great, the great sure. bicycle hammer at NBC10 Philadelphia gets up really early in the morning and uh, gets to see all the stuff as soon as he wakes up. I hear it all night and all day That's down right. here in South Philly. But, but you, you know, it's, it, the interesting thing about you, obviously you're a great athlete, Cougar, BYU, NFL, Eagle legend, obviously played in Arizona. And you look around, you've, so you've seen it from the athlete side and now you made the transition to the news side. So you're pretty well-rounded and, and understand how all of this works now because you've been doing it for so long. And so when you look at it from the athlete's perspective now, and certainly everybody wants social justice, and we don't want bad police, but how do you, how do you summarize what you're seeing now as a newsman, former athlete, and a sports reporter as well? Tony, you guys know this about my history, that I started boxing when I was a kid, and I found football you know, in high school, but I... So, and the reason why that matters is this: when I was when I was boxing as a kid, I I, I I boxed out of a PAL center. I was fighting out of a police athletic league, and so I was around cops since I was a young kid. And and this was a time in the early 70s when uh, uh, you know the police were not so diversified as they are now. I don't, I don't remember seeing that there were you know black cops that were involved at the Police Athletic League as I was growing up. So, uh, so I've always, you know, I, 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 I've been around cops since I was a young boy. And then my father, when I was in high school, became the, uh, the security guard at my high school. And he worked with resource uh, uh, officers who came, you know, worked at So my, my point is this. I, I, I have a, I, I've had a different... Uh, experience with cops, and, and some of it has had to do with the fact that I was around them when I was a kid, uh, boxing in a, in, the, in a PAL gym, in a PAL league, and so they, they knew who I was. And by the way, the other kids that boxed on my boxing team, there was one white kid named Chuck Walker. The other kids were all black, and we had one, one Hispanic kid. And so, um, and, and in the age of social media, it's been easier to keep track of where people are or follow what's happened to them since their lives. And of those kids that I was in that uh, police athletic league boxing team with only one spent time in prison um, and yeah I, I think the cops that worked with us sort of kept an eye on us and and we had a better appreciation for how hard their jobs were because you know they were with us all the time and when we became teenagers you know we continued to box and they, they would continue to see us on the streets now that said I've been in cities where I, as a professional athlete where I've been stopped in the middle of the night arriving from a road trip driving a nice car, uh, driving into my gated neighborhood where I've been stopped. And uh, sometimes they recognize me and they let me go, and other times they didn't know who I was, and, they, you know, there was a lot of questioning. Hmm. Um, I, I, I get what I, – I understand that. I, understand, I get all of that. Uh, my point is, is simply this, that we can't, we can't paint with a broad brush that all cops are bad and that they're all – um, you know, that they're all rogue cops. They're not. There's some are. And you guys know, they're, you know, you, you probably have had rogue lawyers that uh, represented you, and there's rogue doctors and everything else. Um, but my, rogue, rogue lawyers are the best ones when you need them, though. Uh, aren't they? Uh, yeah, aren't you, they? Those are yeah, the ones that you really need. Yeah, the ones who I like are, the more know, rogue they are, the better they are. And if, they, and if they've got a, a gold chain and, you know, the, the whole thing, then I think, I think they're the guy. That's the guy I want representing me because he's probably done a little bit. Of, he's been at greater for uh, for once, or, you know, a couple of terms. So, um, no, I, I get it. So I, I, I certainly understand in both, uh, from both areas um, how people feel. But, 
you know, that said, the video that we saw last Monday was one of those things. It, it was like Rodney King. We were around. I came to Philadelphia that year. Um, in fact, I saw the Rodney King video happen as I was walking through a terminal at Philadelphia International coming here for the first time to Philadelphia for a workout with the Eagles. It was like April of, or March of 92. First time I saw the Rodney King video. And, uh, you know, it's been almost 30 years ago, and we're still somewhat where we were then. I don't, you know, have we gotten better? I don't know. Um, have we gotten worse? I don't know that either. That's not for me to decide. I, you know, we cover the news and we show people what's happening and try to help people uh, understand, appreciate what's going on and let them make decisions uh, for themselves. Vaisakahama, the first Tonga player in the NFL, and obviously as years go by, you know, the Pacific Islander influence in the National Football League has oh, been significant humongous, now. Yeah, man, yeah. humongous. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we got some, some really good kids. This, uh, listen, this kid, uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, is a special kid. I've gotten to know him really well. I went to see him play at Alabama mm -hmm. uh, in, in, the, in the fall, and... Uh, know his parents, uh, Nalu and Diane, really well. I've helped sort of mentor him through this process. Uh, another guy that you guys know, Jesse Sapolu, the 49er great, mm -hmm. sure. won four Super Bowls protecting Joe Montana. He and I have, have, uh, have kind of mentored this kid, but he's, he's, uh, he's a special kid. That I'm, I'm real happy to see what's going to happen with him. And, by the way, he's healthy, and uh, I think he's going to be great. I, I, I'm excited to see his career play out. Hey, Vi, what, what's your take on uh, athletic or uh, professional sports teams making statements at times like these? Did, does that come come through? Is that is that something that hits home? You mean uh, in like terms putting of, out statements, you know, like, via like social media? Yeah, I, I honestly, Harry, uh, I, I think. I, I think this, you know, hockey, interestingly, have been the ones that have stayed quiet, right? I, I, I don't think, I, I haven't heard much from them. Right. And, and, and if, I, if I were running a sports league, honestly, and I'm, I'm not saying, you know, because now everybody's being pushed to make a statement, say something. I think the more that you can just, as a sports league, and even, even athletes, I, I know there's lots of teams. I know this because I've talked to some players uh, just in the last week. Uh, you know, I've asked them if they would, and, and not necessarily guys here, uh, in Philadelphia, but some of them have been instructed by their teams. Look, just stay quiet. We just, you know, we know there's a lot going on, but just remain quiet because there's, you know, there's always the potential to say something stupid or, or be cornered into, you know, saying something, or you just kind of, you know, on a whim, you know, feeling kind of loosey goosey and say something, and then it ends up going viral on social media. We don't want that. Right. Um, that said, I, you know, look, there's a lot of. And some leagues are more socially conscious than others. I, I, I applaud that. I think the NBA is probably out there more than, than the others. And there's probably, they probably can teach the NFL and the other leagues something about, uh, about staying out there. But you guys heard all the comments from, uh, from Bryce Harper and uh, that other nutbag from uh, uh, who's the other guy? The Tampa picture. Bay? Uh, oh, that's, that's, uh, that's okay. Snell Broad down yeah. there. Blake Snell. Blake right. Snell Broad right. down yeah. there in Tampa Bay. If you were there, if you were the owner of those clubs, would you tell, hey, would you guys just shut, you know, would you guys yeah. just shut up? Would you just keep your mouth shut? Right. I mean, no, they're uh, not really. because they they're owed a lot of money and they got the power. And I don't have a problem with any athlete, any 
any league, any person. This is America. You can issue it. Jeffrey Lurie looks like he had to wait and probably was forced into making a statement. That's the thing, Al. People are forced to have to say something, and everybody has the right to say something. And that's what I, I don't have a problem. It's just that when you say something, people then suddenly who disagree with you don't think you have the right to say it. That's the world we live in right now. And, I, Tony, I also hate the people who are self-appointed. They, you know, they're, they're now self-appointed uh, to teach everybody about uh, white privilege or, uh, you know, about um, whatever. It, it, look, I, I, we're all adults. You don't need to teach me about that, and you don't need to teach me about, you know, that black lives matter. I, I do know that black lives matter. I, I also know that brown lives matter and blue lives matter, white lives matter. I, I get it all. Um, but, but, yeah, there's, there are all these people that go on, on, uh, on social media, and now they, you know, they're self-appointed um, you know, social justice warriors, and they're going to solve it. No, listen, let's, let's, here's how I've always felt. The, the, my contribution to this great country of ours, Tony and Harry, is what I do within the four walls of my home. Mm-hmm. That is my contribution, and that's what I owe this country, is how I teach my children, and, and what they're doing now as adults and raising their own families, what I have done in teaching my children about their civic duty to vote, to behave themselves, comport themselves, in, 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 in however, wherever they are and in whatever manner uh, that it requires, because this country requires us to be good citizens. It just simply requires us to be good citizens, because there's not enough police on this planet or in this country to handle all the craziness, it requires a people that will comport themselves and live their lives in a way that we respect each other and we respect our neighbors and one another. If we do that, then we don't need so much policing. If we don't, then we need everybody at, at uh, Philadelphia PD to you know be rounded up and and to monitor us. I, I don't want that. I want to live in a country where uh, if you respect me, I respect you. We respect each other's property, our right to live. And, uh, and, I, and I know there's a lot of people that don't have that, and, you know, given their circumstances, whatever it is. But, we, you know, I also don't like the, the, the being in a, in, a, in a world where people are always being taught that they're victims. I, I teach my children, I, listen, you're, you're not victims. You, you're an agent unto yourself. You can act for yourself and do things. That said, if you get pulled over by a cop, do exactly what he tells you. Keep your hands at 10 and 2 o'clock. You know, you tell him, all right, I'm going to reach slowly for my driver's license. Uh, and every now and then you might run into a road cop, but you've got a better chance of just following rules. And I know that didn't happen with that young man in, in Minneapolis. Uh, and I don't know what happened and how it led to that. But nobody deserves to lose their life that way. But I'm just saying, I'm, from, from my vantage point, just as a human being, as a person of color and who is an immigrant in this country, I, I, I sit all, I, all the boxes. I, you can check all the boxes. Immigrant, check. Man of color, check. All those things. Um, but I, I still respect this country. And by the way, we came to this country because the third world country that we came from wasn't as good. And this, this country gave us a better opportunity to live and be free and do what we wanted to do and be who we wanted to be. But nobody provides those opportunities more or anywhere else better than the United States of America. You're making me uh, get goosebumps, Vi. Pouring round of applause. You are a great American. And by the way, 
everybody who, you know, people who didn't get to see you play. You didn't play. You weren't here long in Philly as a player. Obviously, St. Louis, uh, Arizona Cardinals, Green Bay, Green Bay yeah. for a year. But you're impacting this city, and you've decided to stay here and work and live in this city. And that's that's a testament to to this city being a great city, having people like you around. But Vicekahema and the whole thing. Everybody, everybody, you know, it's it's amazing how many people know that great Tony Kornheiser clip about the Jose Canseco thing. Are you still in the gym, and are you ready to take on any other of these <laughs> phony other athletes who think they can beat you in the boxing ring? Uh, Tony and uh, Harry, I've just wa- I just finished a five-mile run. I w- finished it off with, uh, with a half-a-mile walk. I'm in tip-top shape. If there are any bums out there looking to get in the ring, I'm 57, but I'm in tip-top shape, and I'm ready to get in anytime, any place. Uh, now, it's going to cost a little bit to get me in the ring, of course. But you guys know that. Right. But uh, I, I, I recognize that uh, there'll be a little something for you guys if you guys continue to promote my, my cause and who I am and, you know, what I can do. So, uh, you know, you guys can, can be my uh, my Don King and have the big hair and all that. But, uh, you know, we can do something. You know what I mean? I'm so, ready, I'm man. I'm ready yeah. to promote you. I'll be your ring guy. We could call the fight. I'll, I'll, I'll be your uh, – who was the guy in Rocky? Uh, the Boone Dini. Mick. Oh, no. Mick. No, you can be you, – you can be – you can be, uh, is it Boudini? Uh, Ali's oh, guy? Boudini. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Boudini yeah. Brown. Yeah. No, but I want to be Mick. Brown. I want to be Mick from Rocky. <laughs> Cut me. Cut me, Mick. Cut me. Uh. And I want to see, I, I want to rematch with Jose Canseco. Who do you want right now in the ring of all these celebrities that you see that talk tough, but you know you can tune them like a cheap suit? Uh, Jose's long past is, uh, you know, I tuned him up about 12 years ago. His expiration date is past. Right. I'm trying to think. I can't think off the top of my head who's out there. You know, there's a lot of tough guys out there, and I'm always looking to, you know, you know, like we do as men, we eye each, we eyeball each other, right? Right, right. It's just a right, it's a right of passage that we all have. We walk into a room, we look at a guy, and we go, all right, uh, maybe, maybe I get one shot, or maybe this guy's going to take me. Maybe I move this way, uh, find the exit. Uh, but we all, we all eyeball each other. Uh, but exactly. I, I don't know who's out there. I don't know who's out there. Well, you know, you know, you know, you know what's going to happen, though, Vi. Damon Feldman's listening. I know. And he's going to say, wow, I just heard Vi Sikahama on the Tony Bruno show on Sirius XM. He's ready to go. that he's ready, that he's training. He's ready. Everybody's talking about Mike Tyson and Holyfield oh, and all these other guys. Man. And oh, here's Vi guys. ready to go. Have you guys seen those videos? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike? <laughs> All right, you against Iron Mike now, Vi. Oh, come on. You and Iron Mike you know, for charity. Listen, Who wins? The, the one thing I know about Iron Mike is this. The power is the last thing that goes. The speed goes, quickness goes, stamina goes, but the power remains with you into your 80s. Wow. And you saw that in that video. I, I, I do not want to get caught in a corner. Except he couldn't tear Mike. the T-shirt, right? <laughs> I know. I mean, <laughs> on the wrestling, on AET, Can you see that? AEW, couldn't even rip open a T-shirt. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's time that I, uh, you know, get in the ring with Mike. needs to give him, like, some T-shirt ripping lessons. That's Mike Tyson. Now, Vi doesn't need those lessons, man. No, I'm saying man. he needs to give them to Mike Tyson. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We can set it up. I, you know, I've, I've been thinking about uh, becoming a boxing promoter myself. Yeah. Bum fights, I tried that. It didn't work. You know, but, I, you know, Damon's here in Philly. The, uh, the, 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 the opportunities are out there, Vi. Harry and I will be your ring guys. Yeah. Uh, Robin will be the ring girl. No, no, well, oh. she won't be the ring girl. The card, you know, the, uh, she'll carry the cards. How many? Oh, no. it's only, we only need, like, one, two, or three. We don't need, like, yeah, 12 It's a three-round fight. Yeah, it's going right? to be three yeah, rounds, yeah. right? Yeah. Can you go three rounds, Vi? Uh, three rounds. I can go three rounds, three minutes. What they typically do for these uh, exhibition fights is you can give them two minutes two or one-minute rounds. I, I can go full three. So I mean, no, he could go nine minutes. 
I, sometimes I can too, but it depends, you know, <laughs> on what I've had to drink and what, what, what night it is. Wow. If I have to get up early. <laughs> <laughs> it, always, it, it always veers off to this. Uh, I know. Yes, it does, it? <laughs> Yes, it does, Brian. That's what makes, that's why life is to be enjoyed, so you can have fun and say stupid stuff that doesn't offend anybody. The great, let me put my hands, let's yes. everybody put your yes. hands together. He is the uh, great, from Tonga. To Salt Lake City, to South Dakota, to South Jersey, to South no, to to uh, to Arizona, to St. Louis, right. to Phoenix, to Green Bay, to Philadelphia, and now all the way to the White House. <laughs> Did I cover all your stops there? Right, because you went Tonga. How old were you, Vi, when you came to the United States? I was seven years old, Miss Robin. I was seven years old. I turned eight in uh, here in the states, so I've been here for almost fifty years. And by the way, Tony, I endorse the message that I just shared with you. I endorse. And, uh, you know, so, you know, we can do that, too. If, if boxing doesn't work out, uh, you know, let's make a run for the White House. Let's, Absolutely, let's, let's yes. Let's do it all, man. <laughs> uh, I need more snipers on the roof if I'm getting in there. I know I'm going to upload tear <laughs> gas at those suckers if they come after me. Hey, Vibe. <laughs> Vi Baldy would have to get a cabinet position too, right? You know, Baldy, Baldy would need an ambassadorship because, as you, as you both know, yes. he spends most of his time, you know, overseas. Right. He'd be the ambassador to Nepal, I think. Swimming with dolphins. Yeah, yeah he, he could be. That. He can. He can. He can give speeches from the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. Right. <laughs> I think he'd rather have the ambassadorship to Italy then. Yeah. Well, who yeah. wouldn't? I mean, come right. on. I got first dibs on that. I think that's Tony's I job. I got first yeah. dibs on that. Can you be family. both president and ambassador to Italy? I'm going to Scotland. <laughs> okay, All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks again, brother. Bye, really, buddy. Really appreciate Thanks. you coming on. Thank you so much, Love man. you guys. Love you, too. There he is, the greatest uh, of all time. The undisputed. Yes. Celebrity boxing. Golden Gloves, Police Athletic League Champion of the World, Vi Sikahema. And it's at Vi Sikahema on Twitter, too. Is he following me, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> he should be. <laughs> He's following me. <laughs>